Hey, everyone. Welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm Hamil Javeri, writer and editor at For the Win, along with Evan Thorpe, video producer, Stephen Ruiz, our head NFL writer, and we have a special guest in the room today, an audio intern named Claire, who is helping us record the podcast. Guys, we have a lot to talk about. We have KD stuff we want to get into. Congratulations to the St. Louis Blues for being the Stanley Cup champs. Uh, we love hockey. <laughs> We're also going to pick our worst fan of the week. Plus, go I ahead. have social media. Oh, okay. Plus, we got a social media of the week. And we're going to, the last segment will be best sports dad since Father's Day is coming up. But, all right. I want to kick it off talking about hockey. Yes? Let's talk hockey. All right. So the St. Louis Blues won last night. Pretty definitive fashion for a game seven. They took the lead early on. Never really let it go. Um, but I don't think I'm alone here in saying that I'm pretty neutral on the St. Louis Blues. And the real joy comes with the defeat of the Boston Bruins. Yeah, I have no beef with St. Louis. We all know I'm a gritty fan. But the fact that Boston lost and this whole Boston slam, which our colleague Andy Nesbitt has been, like, talking about and preaching about for the past – since before the Stanley Cup and the NBA playoffs started. Since he got here in October, basically. Yeah, yeah. it was like, oh, the Boston slam is happening and the fact that – they're likely going to have a Boston single. They could get a Boston double based on the Red Sox. We don't know. And yeah. if you want to count last year, then they already had their Boston double. But we don't have to look forward to any Boston sports being good in the next couple months. Right, which is about as as good as it gets. But there's no other sports in the next couple months. And then the Patriots start in September and it's over. I mean, they got the, the Red Sox are like okay right now, but... Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't count baseball. So. About, about, <laughs> you don't watch baseball, so you don't care. Uh, but yeah, it is it is a weird kind of schadenfreude with, uh, I'm happy for St. Louis, but I also rejoice in the misery of Boston fans. Yeah, like last night I got home at like 9 and I just clicked on Twitter and it was like, Blue's up 2-0, Blue's up 3-0. And I was like, <laughs> it's happening. It's going to happen. Yeah, it, it is really just about Boston losing. This is a city that has won tons of sports championships. They have had their fill, their cup runneth over by so many degrees. Uh, Boston, you don't need it anymore. You don't need any more championship parades. You don't need reasons to riot in the streets. Uh, and then they got beat. Like, they didn't lose. They got beat. It was down 4-0 but to, until, a, what, a goal in the last two minutes? Yeah, they they lost 4-1, but they got super beat. Uh, like I said, the Blues came out incredibly hard, smothered Boston offense uh, and never really let them get anything. And Jordan Bennington, their incredible goalie, the St. Louis Blues goalie, uh, just stood on his head for the team. I'm only happy because there are kids in Boston right now crying that their <laughs> team didn't win. And they des- that's what they deserve. They've <laughs> been spoiled. You know how, like, the Raptors win the NBA Finals. Everybody talks about Toronto celebrating. Dude, yeah. does like the 49 of the states celebrate when Boston loses? That's that's basically what it is. It's it's reason for everybody else to celebrate when Boston loses. I can't name one player on either team, and I checked the score last night just to make sure Boston was losing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I saw it was 3-0, I was like, we won. America, <laughs> we. <laughs> America won. <laughs> All right. It, it, it was been a really fun NHL season. Congratulations to the St. Louis Blues. Uh, it's their first championship in 52 years in franchise history. So 
Can we laugh at the fact that a hockey team is <laughs> named after blues? Music? What do you mean? That doesn't make any sense. It's hockey. You mean <laughs> you're talking about the obvious racial discrepancy between the <laughs> right. roots of blues music as uh, predominantly African American and hockey as predominantly white? Like, what does that Venn diagram look like with like <laughs> blues fans and hockey fans? <laughs> There's no one in the middle. Have they ever had a blues artist come in and like perform at halftime? Um, I probably not. It's not. This is not Vegas. This is not the Golden Knights where they like have a show during I mean, halftime. You gotta have something at halftime. I mean, what people do you realize be, that hockey games don't, don't have, have halftime? Oh wow! <laughs> or the the second period break. They, they just have breaks. And... Look, I'm like chance to rap on Saturday Night Live. Like I know just enough hockey to talk about it. I'm not sitting no, watching a no. Full you don't game. know. You don't know. I know enough, enough Philly, uh, Philadelphia uh, Flyers hockey talk. Okay. You're literally a chance to wrap our sketch right now. Let's get it. Uh, Can't wait to halftime. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Katie. This is a little bit more serious. Yeah, uh, Katie played in game five, and a lot of people were on the fence if he, if he should or should not. He got cleared by doctors, and in the second quarter, his Achilles ruptured. You could see it like once they zoomed in with all the HD technology and – I think a lot of people are saying he was forced to play, he was pressured, but I I feel like it's no one truly to blame. You have an athlete who wanted to come back for his team. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it was his decision. The doctors cleared him. They probably, you know, probably didn't look at it and gave it like a full 100% like honest opinion. They probably was like, all right, you you can play. See, I don't know. I... I'm always skeptical in terms of assigning motive to doctors. Excuse me. I think that part of the narrative is Katie wants another championship. Mm -hmm. Part of the narrative is Golden State wants another championship. But you have to think that he does not just have team doctors that he's listening to, but he has like his own private specialist that he should be listening to, considering that he is going into free agency and it's is about his future um as as a player well i know the doctor who did the surgery on him was in from new it was in new york and he was the same doctor who did a, a previous like surgery on him so i don't know if he was able to actually go out to his guy or have his guy fly out right so. and, and but my point and not getting to the details of this which is that there are a lot of different competing narratives in terms of what happened to katie mm-hmm. right yeah i wouldn't blame any either the team or the player. I kind of put some blame on the media for, like, creating this environment where if a player is technically not, like, you know, the difference between hurt and injured, if he's able to play, that he should play. Because last year, during training camp, the the show Hard Knocks with the Browns, mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry gave this speech that everyone, like, went crazy about, about if you're not, if you don't have a broken leg, you should be playing. And everyone, like, commended him. I wrote at the time that I thought it was dumb and that it was harmful, and this is the reason why you pressure these players into playing, and then now his career might never be the same. Yeah, and that's the point, which is it isn't so much that people consciously pressured him to play, but there is so much uh, subtle influence that he might even know that he's reacting to, right? The the pressure from... <clears throat> Sorry, the pressure from his own expectations, the pressure from his parents, even though his mom has been vocal and incredible about how much her son just wants to go out there and win, like that narrative helps push you along and might push you out on the court before you're actually able. And you look at the person Katie is, like he's one of the few 
like superstars who I see like commenting on Instagram posts, clapping back at people in DMs. So clearly he takes what everybody says to right. heart. And I think, you know, he was trying to prove people wrong because they already looked at him as, oh, you joined the bandwagon to just win rings. Right. And he validated, like, why he went there. They needed somebody who could close out, especially when Steph was struggling. So, like, I thought he was already validated. I think he tried to, like, one-up himself. And, you know, hopefully he can come back 100% and be, like, top two, three players in the league. But you look at somebody like Kawhi, who was stubborn, people said, and told him, like, no, I'm not playing until I'm ready. Right. Because, you know, this is this is his career. His career could be over. This is a lose-lose situation for KD because if he doesn't go out there on the court and the Warriors end up losing, it, you know, it's his KD. Fault. Yeah, it's his fault. He could have played. He chose not to. He was being selfish. Uh, he didn't do it for the team. He did it for himself. That's the narrative you're going to get if if the Warriors had lost game five. And now what you're going to get is uh, KD might have messed up his entire career, which is even worse. Uh, um any other thoughts? I think it's hard to blame him, though, for maybe being sensitive. Like, Evan was saying he's, like, sensitive to people criticizing him because he's, like, really – I can't think of another NBA superstar that grew up in this, like, climate of sports media where it's, like, first take is everything. Like, there's mm -hmm. talking heads. Like, who else? LeBron James was really, like, before that, his career. I think start, it started with him, with Skip Bayless, like, criticizing him every time he could. I don't think so. I think there's a ton of other players. I that... mean, superstar as in like superstar, superstar, like Kevin, yeah. like top five player in the league. Like who else would even fall under that? Well, I would say like Katie has always been like he's always exceeded expectations because you think about like when he first came in the league, people used to laugh at him because he couldn't lift weights. Mm -hmm. So like he's always had to like overcome some type of obstacle. He was second ranked player in his own draft class. And then like in high school, he was second ranked. So he always has felt like the second best player. So I feel like he's always been trying to fight back something. But he's also a player that does not put himself in a bubble, right? He very much is aware, like you said, of the conversation happening on social media. He takes the time to clap back. Uh, he doesn't pretend to be above all of it. You know, Steph doesn't do that. So there's a lot of players that just might be aware of what's happening on social media, what the discourse is, but they won't engage. But and Steph doesn't get scrutinized like he does. I mean, I don't think Steph gets scrutinized, but there are definitely times when he's the storyline. Right. But when he's played bad in the playoffs, the story isn't like. Like oh, he gets a pass. Yeah. Even in the past, in past years, it's been like, oh, is Steph hurt? Like, that's what they say when right. he struggles. Whereas when KD lost the one series in Oklahoma City, there was like a front page, a big headline that was basically saying that he let them down. Right. Well, well, this is just the point I'm trying to make, which is that it's a lose-lose situation for him either way. Yeah. Whether he plays and whether he doesn't, he's going to get blamed. And even if the Warriors were to win without him, it's looking like, well, they didn't need you in the first place. Exactly. There's no way that poor guy can win. No. Anyway, we are thinking about KD. We'll see what happens with Game 6. We record this on Thursday. So we and, and Game 6 is tonight. So Friday morning will be a surprise. Yep. Uh, all right, we've got two other things that we want to hit. Uh, worst fan of the week. This worst is my fans. Favorite. Worst fans. It, it's going to it's going to the whole everybody who was in Toronto, Canada that night and cheer for KD injuring I, himself. I have a very specific worst fan. Okay, who is it? So it is 
not the people inside the arena. It is the people watching outside in what they call Jurassic Park, where they set up this big screen in Toronto, which is outside the arena. Those people, hold on, I Evan is shaking his head at me. Those people saw the injury, saw that it was terrible, and then kept cheering. So those people in my book are the worst fans of the week. I, I say it's the people inside the arena because they saw it firsthand in person and were happy. And it wasn't until players from the Raptors told them to change, like stop doing that. And then they give this fake KD clap. And my thing is, if you're a, if you're going to be, if you're going to act like that, stay true, stay face. <laughs> Don't turn face because people are telling you not to do that. So I can respect the people in the crowds because they're showing their truth, like who they really are. So you're saying that all the uh, clapping for KD. That was all disingenuous. Yeah, like, be real. Like, people were excited that he injured himself because, one, he's not playing. If Katie's on the court, the Warriors will likely win not yeah. only the game but the series. Right. So I'd rather you show your the true you and, and clap and don't try to fake it with, oh, oh, this looks bad on us. Let's clap. Let's, let's chant his name. Let's chant his name. You say they got shamed into it, basically. Yeah, don't do that. I agree. This sounds like an Eagles fan, by the way, talking right now. <laughs> Who Eagles fan? You're an Eagles fan. They also cheered for Michael Irvin getting basically hurting his neck, his career. He never played again. So that's what I'm saying. Like, don't fake the funk because somebody told you, "Hey, that's not that's not right." Be who you are, so people can judge you. Because people are going to give Philadelphia Show fans your true colors. Because people every time something, well, Philadelphia fans are just as bad. Guess what? They painted the picture that they're bad. And they're not trying to say, like, oh, we're not that bad. Like, all right, we're bad. All right, one word answer, no more from this question. Mm -hmm. Worst fan base. One word only. Toronto. Like, all sports? Yeah. Oh, Boston. Oh. Boston! You messed that one up. I'm in a heat of moment, man. (laughs) I'm in a heat of moment. Like, I like KD, so to see them, like, boo him and laugh, it hurt me. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. You got social media. Yeah, it's All Nick right. Van Exel. He just oh. found out how great iced coffee is. And I'm one of the few people who, like, didn't drink coffee in college. And I found, like, I got some from Chick-fil-A. It changed my life. Wait, you got coffee from Chick-fil-A? Iced coffee. Iced coffee from Chick-fil-A. And it's so good. And Nick Van Exel talking about the iced coffee. I know what he's talking about. Like, this is life-changing. You have come around to iced coffee way, way late in life. I don't even drink coffee. Bro, I'm telling you, if you wake up. I'm all natural. It, it, look, This energy is all natural. It, <laughs> you need coffee, first of all. <laughs> if this is your regular <laughs> energy. But iced coffee, bro, the French vanilla. Like, he has Sonic. Wait till my boy get that Chick-fil-A iced coffee. He going. All right. This is us pushing for Sonic and Chick-fil-A advertising. All right, guys. Best sports dad. Who you got? I'm going Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) He is a loving father, and I'm going to leave it at that. (sighs) That's the biggest troll pick I've ever heard. I'm going Russell Wilson. Not only he's a great father, he's also a great stepfather to his kid, future junior. And I think he's a role model for black men everywhere. (laughs) I cannot take either of you seriously. We gave you honest, sincere answers. Mm -hmm. I doubt your sincerity. Like, we could have said Drew Brees. I doubt your sincerity. 
I'm going with LeBron James. I think he's a great sports dad. Taco Tuesday. I don't know. Is he? I, I feel like he's like that like little league dad that's like too involved. No, I think he's the right amount of involved because he's so famous and he knows his kids are going to be so famous. So. so my only thing about LeBron is I feel like our two choices wouldn't have the pressure to live up to expectations. But like LeBron's kid yeah. is what, high school freshman? Mm-hmm. Your dad is arguably one of the top two players of all time. That's so much pressure on his son. And he's named after him. Right. Future Junior is named after Future the Rapper. Let's not be hard. It's not hard expectations to live up to. Tom Brady's son, like, I don't even know his name. It's probably like William Brady. I think his name is William Brady. <laughs> like, he, nobody would know that's Tom Brady's son. There's so many Brady's out here. The fact that you're LeBron James. Well, his his kid is also really visible, right? Yeah. He's a star. He's already exceeding expectations in his age bracket. To, he's going to be as high profile as his dad. His son's name is Jack. He has like, a, he has like, he has three, like three kids. three kids, dude. I thought. Yeah, he has like three kids. Yeah, well, his oldest son, his name is Jack. That's all we care about is the oldest child for like in every sports family, all you care about is the oldest child or the first boy. I can't imagine calling an eleven year old Jack though. What Why not? That's, That's a like... grown man's name. But if you say it twice, it's not like a kid like Jack Jack. Well, sure, but his See? name's Jack. All right. Well, congratulations to Jack Jack Brady. <laughs> like who's his young what's his younger son's name? Like, like Carl? I, I, I... <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> As always, the podcast has gotten off the rails. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Uh, have a great weekend and a great Father's Day if you celebrate it. Hopefully- happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And if you don't have a father, tell your mom happy Father's Day. Oh, boy. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>